I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Maxie, be careful. Hello, AfterBuzz TV Drag Race fans. We are here discussing Season 12, Episode 9. Um, we have two special guests, three. We have <laughs> Kenny Harrison, former host. Hello, Yay. guys. Thank and then you we for have Mark. having me. Of course, we love you. And then Welcome, we have Mark. Kenny. We have Mark's two dogs who are um, making sure he looks good. They're cleaning <laughs> yes, up the his, gl- his hair. The glam squad. Mark's the glam squad. squad. So, so you've added three bitches to the panel. That's right. <laughs> I couldn't be alone. <laughs> Jayla's not a bitch. She's too nice. Well, I'm, I, I actually am about... not like a bitch. I'm like the bitch. So proud <laughs> okay. It. okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair so enough. I'm your host. Uh, I'm your host. One, two, three. Jackie B. The other panelist with me, as always, Mark J. Freeman. With a wet ear. <laughs> <laughs> Ollie Drennan. Hey. And Jayla rocks. Yes, I wish I had wet ears. You're getting like some of the most action out of all of us right now in quarantine. <laughs> Besides you and Jackie, y'all are getting like the action. Okay. <laughs> I love you guys. Um, so initial thoughts of this episode. This episode was a uh, election presidential themed episode. Um, for me, anything is, it's hard. I, I compare everything to season four's challenge with the boats. When, um, <laughs> do you guys remember that? The season four challenge with the boats where yes. it was kind of like that, that was their theme for the boats. Um, like a campaign kind of theme. And so, I don't know, this this episode just didn't really hit the mark for me because it's hard to do I think it's hard to do um, a debate when you're not actually given like a solid set of topics. Um, They just kind of had to like wing it and come up with that. I felt the, the format was a little too free for them to really like be able to like hone in on things and narrow it down. Um, Anybody else's thoughts on the, the challenge, the main challenge or the episode in general? Like just, I just feel for these girls, like, I I know that these girls are sick of red, white, and blue. Like, how how <laughs> dare you make me wear red, white, and blue and then turn around to do a whole nother promo for red, white, and blue? And um, but well, all in all, like you said, I oh, but it wasn't but it wasn't red, white, and blue. It was stars and stripes. Let's not. Oh, uh, okay. So so what was the the promo challenge? I mean, promo the promo was probably red, white, and blue. But the challenge they said. Stars and Stripes. So Stars and Stripes. Nobody said okay. red, white, and blue. Just for the record. This will segue into okay. a rant that Mark has at the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. So this is like a little preview of it. So maybe maybe that I missed the, I, I so missed the challenge. Um, I feel like, uh, who was that? That always missed up the challenge. I misunderstood the challenge. I feel like very Sasha Bell. Um, so I'm guessing it was Stars and Stripes. I'm thinking it was red, white, and blue. But that's kind of what we got most of it. But we'll talk about it. Ollie, thoughts? Oh, sorry. Uh, I liked it because I always love improv challenges. I love it when I when the queens get to really show their wit and how creative they are. And obviously, I feel like the whole point was just to kind of brand themselves as like a politician. I think that's what the challenge was. And just to kind of improv it to the best of your ability. 
I enjoyed it. I love the structure of the episode because I didn't know who was going home. Usually it's really predictable, but this week in particular was super like, I was like, okay, is Jackie going home? Is Widow going home? Is Crystal going home? So that's what I really enjoyed about this episode the most, I think, this week. I, the unpredictability of it. So the mini challenge was uh, Drag Kitties. Um, I think it had a different topic, top like name, but I just call it Drag Kitty Kitties. Girl 2020. That's what I just yes. put. <laughs> um, and they were, they were selling that kitty litter, honey. Um, what a random sponsor, but I guess like the mini challenges are now devoted to like random sponsors. Um, I actually really enjoyed it because I thought it was funny seeing the queens act like cats. And I was like, they should have more challenges where the queens have to be animals. Um, I feel, I find it very ridiculing. It's like, oh, you want this money? Okay, no, act up. All right, go here, no, act yeah. up. Yeah. You know, so it's I, just like, I, I, it's very, I, it can come across as, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I, I was just going to piggyback off what you said. I, like, especially for me, Widow, the whole, she literally was a cat. And it was kind of like, I was a little, I was like, <laughs> oh, well, that, that, uh, should I be watching this? That's what I was, that's, that was my thoughts. I was, I, yeah. yeah. Maybe, see, I think Mark is, I think Mark could be in with me on this because if you've ever done like community theater or theater of any sort, there is always going to be some point where some person tells you to behave like an animal and do improv and that sort of thing. So it's like just a natural part of improv. So I didn't really see it as demeaning. I just saw it as like, oh, that like reminds me of like theater or improv. So I automatically thought, well, the queens who are like theater queens are probably going to do better in this. Um, yeah. And then Jackie, Jackie won, right? Where are my notes? Yeah, yeah, yes. Jackie, yeah. Won. yeah Jackie won. So that, I mean, that made sense to me. But um, that, I guess that's the mindset I was thinking of and n not so much the debasing yourself for money. <laughs> <laughs> I do enjoy like the, the quick drag, like when they do the mini challenges, because it brings me back to earlier seasons when they did do like the quick drag. I feel like they don't do it enough, or at least in my perspective, I like the quick drag. I don't know. I'm alone here in the quick drag department, I suppose. No, quick drag is no, we, no, we, we all agree on <laughs> Everyone's just like, okay. Yeah, it's funny. And, no, it is. No, but I agree like, on the whole quick drag. But I mean, damn, um, they really are getting random ass sponsorships, for real. Like, kitty litter. So, like, every week, is a, it was fat, fit, um, fab last week. And then now it's kitty litter. So get that money. I, get that coin, Drag Race. At well, least, I, think, yeah. I think they, I think they figured out that Drag Race is universally watched by everybody now. So everybody wants to put their product on the show, and right. it's a good, good place to put it. Like it's as random as the show is, it's the perfect, perfect place for it. So, um, so then we had the main challenges, which was Choices Twenty Twenty. Which wait, um, I have to say something before before we yes. move on. I'm just taking a poll from everybody that is on this cast right now. Um, after watching this mini challenge and seeing Jackie Cox, did any of you want to buy kitty litter? <laughs> no. I don't have a cat. I mean, that was, so that no. was the point. I mean, yeah. okay, so no. All right, thanks. But I guarantee <laughs> you, someone, someone who has a cat really probably went out and bought it immediately. The, the gays love their cats. Lots of gay people have cats, mm. that's for sure. 
That kitty litter, fun fact, if you watch Jonathan Van Ness, who's from Queer Eye, if you listen to his, um, if you listen to his podcast, that kitty litter is sold on his podcast. And it makes a lot of sense for him because he's like, he has like several cats. Um, mm. So it's weird because I was like, I won't be eating actually, in his house. Yeah. <laughs> It's a, it actually makes sense for him, whereas like maybe Drag Race, I don't know. But you're right, Kenny. It's like anybody who's watching could just end up buying it because they're watching Drag Race, you know? Yeah. Um, so the main challenge was the uh, Choices 2020. And Mark, your friend Raven, was the special guest. Yes. Did Raven tell you anything about that episode or no? I haven't. We I haven't talked to her about that specifically. I just messaged her saying, "I'm gonna start watching. I'm so excited to see you." I said, "Let them have it" or something like that, and she was like, "You know, I will." <laughs> I know she called Widow out for the biscuit shoes, which I appreciated. Yeah, yeah. You should only really have those shoes if you have like some sort of debilitating orthopedic problem. Well, I think she made a good point. I think there are a lot of good points made throughout the episode. One of those coming from Raven to her is that if you're going to, they always say, dress for the job you want. And I'll never forget, Ali, I don't know if you remember this, but, oh, was it you? No, I was with Jay. I was with Jay Ellis on the red carpet for season nine. And Sasha Velour came over and she had that very like, um, Queen, uh, Queen uh, Victoria type thing yeah. on, and Jay made a comment like, you know, what an amazing choice. And she said, well, they always said to dress for the job you want. And she's like, I'm going to dress as the, as the queen because I'm going to win and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I think Raven's point that you're wearing shoes that you can lip sync for your life in, you're already putting that in the universe that you're going to be in the bottom. Um, there's some other things that, uh, that Rue says later, too, we can discuss later. But um, I thought there was a lot of good information. And Raven even says to the queens, too, when she's walking around, you know, um, oh, shit, it just popped in my head and then popped out. Um, about, oh, shit, it's gone. Go ahead. Go ahead, Jackie. When, when, when I remember all. Uh, no, I, wanted, I agree with the whole dressing for the part you want. I mean, look at yeah. me. I wear red hair for a living. I'm a clown. I'm dressing for a <laughs> no. <girl>. <laughs> You're dressing for fashion. I mean, I have a shit ton of makeup on. I have a red wig, a red nose. I mean, I'm very clown college, you know. So I'm definitely dressed for the part that I want. Thank you, Mark. <laughs> if you're clown college, I'm clown college too. Hey, I'll see you there, girl. Yes. Front row. Front row. Um, so any more thoughts about the workroom before we actually talk about the main challenge, which to me was boring. <laughs> oh wow okay. straight up boring i i agree with mark i i really enjoyed um that was the best part of the episode for me was the the walkthrough with raven i mean it uh it, especially with heidi um it's just so you it, it's one thing to give out ideas to the queens but she's probably the one person that actually absorbs it and whether you call it copying or, you know, she, use it, she uses it to her advantage. And yeah. I, I appreciate that. Um, yeah. And when Raven said the whole GOP, get with the GAP, I was on the floor rolling. It was, it was yeah. hilarious. It's hilarious. Well, that, 
and that's the other thing that I was going to say, thank you, Kenny, um, was that Raven says, listen to Rue. Yeah. If she's not laughing at something, if she's telling you to go a different way, I'm not saying, because there have been queens who didn't listen to Rue and then did well, that that is a, a chance. But I do think you should really, I mean, unless you're a trained, like, you know, like when she questioned Jinx Monsoon about doing a character that people didn't know. Well, it's Jinx Monsoon. Like, we know that she's going to knock it out of the ballpark. So she went against what we were told her to do, and it was successful. So I'm not saying it's not entirely possible. But I do think, again, another great thing from, from her was, you know, and, you know, and then later when on the runway, and you'll probably talk about it, when Rue, you know, tells him, this isn't easy. This, you're, you're not meant to come here and it be easy. You know, it's like, I hope a lot of the season 13, 14, 15, 16, 25 season queens are all listening to everything that was said in this episode because I think there was a lot of golden nuggets. But it's not going to matter if there's going to be biased judging. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be what? That's true. It's not going to matter if there's biased judging. Like you said, mm-hmm. if somebody true. doesn't know who uh, a certain person is, you're going to say, oh, no, that's fine because it's Jinx Monsoon. Like, I don't think that it helps the other girls with their confidence level. And I see I see where Widow is right now, seeing yeah. that she's all, because you're also learning from these girls, like when you're working and you're working next to them, like even Mark, you know, like when we're in the dressing room and stuff like that, we, we learn from these girls next to us. So if Widow is picking up something from a girl that is doing very well in the competition and she embodies that and she gets read for it, it's going to make her feel like shit. Like, well, okay, well, what am I doing? that's not reading to the judges because I'm doing the same thing that Crystal next door to me is doing and right. she's getting praised for it, but I'm getting shit for it. So I can see where it's, it's, it can get to you in, as far as competition goes with the bias judging. I, I want to uh, jump on uh, what Jayla was saying um, also is like, I think Widow is suffering from the Brita, same thing that Brita went through. Like in their hometowns, they are the shit. They, they are successful they are admired and then when they get on the show it's a different story and i think um and we've even uh a couple of seasons ago when we had uh, nina bonina she was my favorite but she also fell into that i'm in my head yeah and i, and I can't get out of it and I, I think that's what uh widow sadly that's what happened uh in her situation this week And some of it too is like when you're talking specifically about like Nina or someone like Widow, their style of drag is very unique and they need to lean into that uniqueness. And sometimes seeing a lot of like fishy queens or in this particular season. And again, I don't hate Gigi. It's just that like Gigi is a very like traditional, like fishy queen and she's getting a lot of praise so it's hard when when you're kind of when you're a creative person you think out of the box and you have all these like unique ideas seeing your ideas be kind of like shoved to the side for this other type of person it's maddening you know so and i know i've and said you, this be- i know i've said this before uh widow was at mickey's a couple times before the season aired and i'm all about performing in a club because that's what drag queens do this is kind of taking a a thing that's meant for the clubs and meant for live audiences and putting it on national television so it's a hard they're very different things um Mm -hmm. and widow on stage at mickey's 
brought the house. I mean, she was, a, I mean, I, I didn't even know who she was. I didn't know she was on season 12. And I just remember standing going, she's really good. Wow. She, and she looked good. Her castings were great. Um, and that was before this. So she, you know, I was going to say too, is that um, it seems like they all are very aware. As the seasons go, we can see that they know, are more aware of the cameras. Mm-hmm. So we had a couple oh, well, of comments. Yeah. And I think that's what Widow's doing. I think Widow's laying the groundwork. She's aware the cameras are on her. She's aware that she's not doing well. She's trying to over-explain everything so people don't think that she's a bad drag queen. Like, I was up before. I did this. I did this. I'm trying. Like, don't think that I'm bad. I think you're aware. Gigi makes a comment in the Untucked about America just wants us to fight and blah, blah, blah. It's funny because as aware as they are about that in the cameras, they still tend to forget it's kind of rigged. They kind of know when you're going home. So you just kind of got to ride the ride. So no reason to get upset. No reason to take it personally. Like Raven said, get up. you're not running for president. <laughs> you're not really running for president. You know, just go have fun. Do the best you can do. It's pretty much written in the stars. And also it's like just being on Drag Race gets you exposure and gets you fans. Like we just had James Mansfield on here and James yeah. is probably one of my favorite drag queens in Drag Race history. I yeah. find her like so hilarious. Yeah. And she has her she has her own channel now and her own following and she was yeah. the first person to go home on her season. So yeah. What is just work it for all stars. What? What is all oh, sorry. Have to say? Sorry, I was just, I, I fell asleep. I had Gigi's uh, thing. Good night, bitch. That's a second ago. No, no, <laughs> like, no I <laughs> comments last week, it, it killed me. Someone in the comments last week said, has anyone mentioned that Gigi is just selling roofies? And I, I died. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I completely agree with everything that you guys just said. I've just been nodding and listening. I'm like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I forget what topic we're on. What topic are we on right now? Are we talking about the We're on the main challenge. I just want to uh, take a minute to say thank you to everybody who is joining us live. A lot of people are upset yes. with me for saying that this episode was boring. Um, I thought Jada was funny, but that's about it. So I think I, I also think uh, I, I think you hit it, Jackie. This episode had no structure as far as the main challenge. I mean, I watched I rewatched it and I was like, oh well, this makes no sense. Aside from it being a debate. That was it. It was. It had no structure, and I, I, I'm gonna back you up, Jackie. I this was my least favorite episode of this so far this season, and I had written this show off like seasons ago. But like I'm, 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 I, I enjoy this season. But yeah, this was my least favorite episode. I also think because like in prior seasons, they when they've done political episodes, they've either either said like, okay, you're making like a commercial as a politician. Or you're right. doing, you know, it's been it's been way more structured. And even if you have a debate, the questions in these debates were so random. And it, it's like I don't know if you were trying to like, what if you structured it like asking them all questions yeah. about like specifically yeah. being a drag president? It was just I I don't know. It, it was like you needed to get some sort of theme around it. Um, and then I think I think the reason why I found Jada and to some extent um Heidi pretty funny is because they were just being like they were just acting like the whole thing was a complete like shit show I mean you had Heidi like clutching her pearls every two seconds and Jada being like what's over there what's that it's like that's all you could do in that scenario because like 
everything was so like unstructured. It wasn't like, oh, you will create your drag persona and have like, you are the, I think that I would be widowed too in this situation. I'd be so lost because I'm like, well, what am I supposed to do? You know, but anyway, that's, that's my Tuesday. <laughs> but thanks to everyone who's tuning in live. Um, Etienne, Annabelle, Rihanna, Kenny, I don't know if you know, but Rihanna's watching us. Rihanna, uh, be here. Rihanna, Rihanna, I love you, girl. I got your hair, girl. I love you so much. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. Yes, thank you guys all for joining us live. Um, Mark, Ollie, Jayla, do you guys have any other thoughts on the main challenge besides Kenny and I being like, meh. Meh. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. I thought, cause I didn't know, I didn't see anyone really be like a weak link. Okay. Maybe like share. Okay. The two weak links were like Sherry and Gigi for me because they regressed back into their snatch game characters. Sherry being the one character <laughs> of only being that old lady. And then Gigi being the robot, which you could kind of manifest like this kind of robotic character, but it wasn't funny. It, I it, felt like she's just, go ahead. <laughs> My name is Gina. I have something to say. Those two, those, all I'm going to say, those two should have been the bottom. But I, I enjoyed the challenge because I feel like politics can be a shit show. And it was a satire. Like, it really was. I love Jada. I just think she deserved to win because she was really that politician who was just like, oh, look over there. The blame's over there, not me. You know, so like, that's why I thought Jada did the best this week. And I'm happy that she won. Take it away, Jayla or Mark. <laughs> okay, I'll go first because mine is very, very like short. So um, I Not what feel I heard. like, <laughs> well, call me. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I feel like they a lot of this was uh, force fed to the to the blooms, the judges. Uh, I feel like this the was blooms. Like, no, the blooms. <laughs> blooms. The gold, the go <laughs> Uh, the bloom uh, and the gold bloom the blooms oh. so um i feel like it was like kind of force-fed to them like these are the things to say and it's like me as a producer it goes i know this doesn't make sense now to you but just say this for me rachel and it'll all make sense in the end in post-production and she's like okay she done already had hers uh you know, waiting for the joke, but they knew what it meant, but she didn't until she watches the whole thing in its entirety. So Jeff Goldblum walks in like, why am I calling him Elder Barge? Like, like I don't understand, but just do it for the sake of that. And that's kind of what it was for to kind of just like, oh, this is what we've been doing since you haven't been here. And that's what I got from it. Yeah. I think, I actually think it was very scripted. I think they knew what questions they were going to be asked. I think everything was laid out. I just don't think that, in my opinion, like it wasn't until I watched it a second and third time that I saw the uh, funny in Jada's. Personally, I thought Crystal knocked it out of the ballpark. There wasn't a moment that Crystal dropped out. Crystal was just Crystal but she was running for president. And I thought she nailed the challenge. I thought she, her kitten, I thought I was gonna pee myself with her <laughs> cat. The attitude she came in as a cat, like just knocking the vice over and stuff. I thought this was Crystal's, I think Crystal was robbed yet again. I, I wanna um, add to, um, I think Ollie pointed out that um, Sherry uh, Pye was one of the bottom two. And 
and I know they're trying to cut her out of the show, but it it makes it. I I rewatched it and I was thinking she was pretty wasn't that great, and it, it but for her to be safe is it's not justified because we don't get to see all of what she has, and I know for a good reason why she's getting cut out of the show, but it just feels like the show is. Um, it's it, it's hard to dissect it sometimes because mm-hmm. it I wonder well is she that good or is it or was it just Matt you know mm-hmm. um, and I know this isn't about her but if that's that was I, I agree with Ollie when you know pointing out I I thought I would have put her in for my bottom too oh excuse me that's my uh, my pussy barking. Oh, that's my chihuahua. But I do, I do think we've been saying this whole time that, um, you know, it's one thing to say, okay, well, Sherry Pies is qualified from the, from, from, you know, getting the crown, but it's another thing to edit her out so that nothing makes sense from her performances. It's like, you don't know why she was in the top. You don't know why she was in the bottom. Um, so I, I wonder if there was a better choice they could have made, you know? And uh, like, I think they have to air the whole season because of the hard work that everyone else did. But um, anyway, but so we had uh, the two blooms were the guest judges as Jayla calls them. We had Jeff Goldblum, (laughs) Jeff Goldblum, and then Rachel Bloom. Um, And uh, it's, Brie is our engineer and she loves Rachel Bloom's um, show. I forgot. It's like a musical TV show. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Yes, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. And I love Jeff Goldblum, so I was glad to see him. But um, Michelle was apparently shooting something in the UK and couldn't be there for that filming of that episode. And I I thought the shtick with her like being like on location or whatever with the broccoli coming in and the Dahlia Sin broccoli <laughs> in the background. I thought it was pretty funny. I thought it was a creative way to deal with it. Um, what did you guys yeah. think of the guest hosts? Can I, I, I just want to point out the whole broccoli thing. I hope it's not a thing that she gets stuck with for life. I, I just, cause I think, I think she's really, I think she's really beautiful and I think she's really talented, but I hope this is not like at DragCon, she's going to be dressed as a broccoli. I just hope that's not going to be a thing. I was like, congratulations, right. Broccoli. You are the best Broccoli. <laughs> Sorry, what was the, I, I, I missed the question. What was the question, Jackie? I missed the question. Oh, I was just wondering what you guys thought. Oh, nope. Don't know what I just did. Uh, I was wondering what you guys thought of the of the host for this episode. It was kind of refreshing. Like, I love Michelle and everything, but I'm kind of glad she wasn't in this episode for some reason. Like, I don't know. It's kind of nice to kind of have a Rachel. I love that. Rachel Bloom's awesome. The sexy getting ready song from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, I Stand for Life. But it was, it was, it just felt, I don't know, refreshing for lack of a better term. I still love Michelle. I want her on the show, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed having the blooms on. Mark, Mark, what did you have to say? You look very excited that Michelle. I was, I was nice to not have Michelle. Why are y'all hating on my girl? I don't appreciate y'all hating on my girl like that. No, so she was doing I, her dancing show, right? But, but you know, but, but but you know, but you know, I think you know how they uh, go between Ross and uh, Carson. Carson, I, yeah. I, I like that. So we're not stuck with the same person every week. So I, I think I, mm-hmm. I hope this is what Ollie and Mark are 
maybe trying to say is that it is a refreshing <laughs> to get away from Michelle every now and again. I oh, oh my I God, hope. Michelle, she's over here. <laughs> we'll be here praying that fish. And she hears y'all talking about her. Y'all gonna dog her out like this. Michelle, I'm so sorry. I mean, we did talk about her. <laughs> We I love how you I love how you quarantine with Michelle Visage. <laughs> of course, <laughs> I wouldn't want it any other way, honey. I'm drinking Jack and Coke with Michelle. Mm-hmm. I love it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Cheers to that. Yeah, I just saw on her Instagram, her and her family are having a quarantine show. So it's not just Michelle that's over there. It's Michelle's husband and children that are over there too. Yeah, Jayla's got the whole family in there. I know, I know. They're actually uh, they're standing in line right now, getting me uh, like a bag of oranges. I need my vitamin C. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I okay. So, um, I want to quickly get into like b- what. Actually, we'll do the runway and then we'll get into what Jeff Goldblum said on the runway. But I, um, I enjoyed them both as guests. Um, And that's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, So what did you guys think of the outfits? I know Mark, um, Mark and I both liked both Jackie's and Widow's outfits. I thought those two were the best outfits this week. And it turned out they were in the bottom. And this is another way. No, we're talking about we're talking about runway. Yes. Yes. Okay. We're bringing it to the runway. All right. I'm yes. ready. So I thought, um, I thought Widow and Jackie had the best runway looks. And then um, I, I thought Gigi based on her poor performance and her runway look, which Mark will explain in a minute should have been in the bottom, but this is another one of those things where, you know, they, I like Gigi and I have liked her doing well when she's done well, but it's like, if you did something not good in an episode, you should have to lip sync. But anyway, so Mark, mm-hmm. what was your problem with uh, Gigi's outfit? Oh, where to begin? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'll tweet it out because I sent you guys in our group text the, the side-by-side of this runway and her entrance into the workroom. Uh, which I do believe is the exact same hat. I think she had some fabric on it when she came in as the fa- as the pirate and then wore it again, took the fabric off and did it for this. Um, no stars, no stripes. Um, it's And if you're going to do the American Revolution, you should do the American uniform, not the British uniform. Um, oh. Just technicalities. I get. I just. It's that's the thing. Is like if it was somebody that they wanted to be in the bottom, it would have came up that she had no stars and stripes on her costume. You know, all those things would have came up. They would have been discussed. But because um, it's her, she gets. A, she gets a pass. She should have been in the bottom. She should have been lip syncing. Widow would have blown her out of the water. So that's why she wasn't in the bottom. As Jayla will attest. <laughs> Oh, I'll get, I'll get to be here. Let Ollie go first. <laughs> right, Ollie. <laughs> I passed the torch to Ollie. Uh, yes, pass it. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I don't think anyone looked terrible. I mean, right now, I feel like we're picking for straws of, like, whose outfits. Like, I agree, Gigi's outfit was extremely similar to her pirate. And I like her pirate, but I don't want to see the same thing twice, you know? Especially if there's no stars or stripes on it. But um, my favorite was actually Heidi this week. I thought it was... 
is very short, simple, to the point, but she looks like beautiful you. in it. And that's a perfect outfit for the club to perform in. So I just love that it looks beautiful on Drag Race and I can see her performing it after quarantine at Mickey's or I don't know, wherever she wants to go touring. Um, but I love Heidi's. I thought the worst for me, like the worst, worst was Sherry's. And I usually actually like Sherry's outfits, but I wanted either Gigi in the sh or Sherry in the bottom so bad because the performances and the runways were the most disappointing out of everyone. So I don't know. But like, just like Penny said, there's just like some kind of thing that we're not fully getting with like Sherry. And of course, Gigi's not going to be in the bottom. So Jayla. Kenny, Kenny, what or Jayla, what did you guys okay. think of the runway? Uh, well, I, I, I must have not miss. I must have under, misunderstood the challenge. I didn't, I, maybe I have to go back and watch it because I, I'm guessing that it was stars and stripes. So for me, I had a hard time connecting with Widow's outfit and I was like, this is an American, but I didn't understand. I guess it was stars and stripes. Still didn't like it, but it's okay. Uh, my tops are for the week at an, in no particular order. There is uh, Jada, Heidi, SP, and Jackie. Um, I, I guess since we're, we're kind of creeping into that area, I feel like Jackie's outfit and her statement and the storyline all kind of added up. And I, feel, I, felt like, um, the, I felt like the runway could have saved her had she would have explained it before and not after. Kenny, what were your tops and bottom outfits? Um, you you guys are gonna hate me, but like I thought, Widow was no. The, we already hate you. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I I was not. I like Jayla. I did. I didn't care for Widow's uh, outfit. Um, I thought it was kind of arts and crafts. I'm sorry. Um, and I have to disagree with you, Mark. I'm sorry. I came back to disagree. Uh, I like Gigi's outfit. I know. There are so many things wrong with it. Um, and I think I, I, I was thinking more of red, uh, red, white, and blue instead of stars and stripes. So that's now what I that, got too. Yeah. So now that I got stars and stripes, I get, I get what you guys are saying. But I want to say that I, this person I thought would be like a filler, like she would be there to be eliminated. But she's like, I think she could win, and that's Crystal. I love oh, she's her going. Oh, Chris. I, okay. I, I yeah. loved her outfit. I thought it was the most unique. And I'm even going back to last week. Everyone had on a beautiful gown. There was no misses last week, but she thought outside of the box. And I feel like every week she's thinking outside of the box where everyone like Jada, Jada looked fine. I thought she looked beautiful. Heidi, they just went literally stars and stripes. And I think for me, Crystal is thinking outside. And I would even say, argue that Sherry's kind of thinking outside of the box as well. Um, but since we're going to head this way, I want to say that Jackie looked amazing as, I don't know if it, it, it was controversial. Um, I didn't see it that way, but it made a definite, it was simple, but it made a statement. And for me, uh, Crystal and Jackie were the best looks on the runway, as far as runway looks. Now, and then Kenny, GD, third. Kenny uh, you sent me this article where uh, people were complaining about yeah. Jeff Goldblum's comments on the runway because he, I, I, for me, I interpreted his speech as like a clunky way of trying to say that like she was using drag to push like boundaries. Shut up! Um, but some people interpreted it as, 
as him. Don't as talk him to Jackie calling... like that. I know. <laughs> My God. Some people interpreted it as him calling Iranian culture um, oppressive. Um, and I think in, in certain respects, it's like, well, Jackie's it, a gay person and can't live in Iran freely. Uh, women uh, are restricted to from like not being able to drive and certain other restrictions uh, as far as like clothing restrictions and whatnot. Um, and yes, you can say to a certain extent, there is an element of, of personal choice in, in choosing certain things. But like, what if you're the person who doesn't want to make the choice that goes with, with society? You know, and in that country, there are there are more devastating consequences to do that than if you're in a different country. So I think that what Jeff Goldblum was trying to say was that he was saying, okay, you're using your you're using your drag to be able to like push against uh, against a culture that you know might not accept you. And it moved him to tears. And so it's just wild to me that people are then interpreting it as like, oh, you hate Iranians. I just, yeah. I don't. Because my thing is, what is the difference between Jackie wearing this lovely outfit and Rue back in the 90s, Tuang Fu wearing the Confederate dress coming down at the beginning of the movie in a Confederate gown? You know? Yeah. Oh, did I lose I, you? I, okay. I like. Uh, no, no, no. I, 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 I. Okay. I'm probably gonna take shit for this, but who cares? So you gotta go back and rewatch what he said as he's asking the question, "Are you religious?" And then he goes on his little rant. He even says out loud to himself and every around. He says something along along the lines, "Maybe I'm just thinking this all out loud and probably saying something stupid." What I got from it is that he's literally asking a legitimate question. And I don't think it was to demean or uh, take away from what, take away from Jackie's experience. I think it was a legitimate question to ask. And what better place to do it? And Rue points it, points it out. Drag Race is the best place to like ask those questions. I mean, we're pushing the boundaries here. And it, I'm so sick of this whole like cancel culture is that you are not allowed to even ask a legitimate question without taking heat for it. And so what people want to do, and clearly he's an ally, and that's the other problem that I have, is that we want to beat up on our own people. Right. Clearly he's an and ally. Clearly, yeah, and clearly he felt something during that uh, firework uh, uh, listening for your yeah. life because it brought him to tears. I just, I, I understand that it's, it's a, it's, 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 this subject is like walking a tight rope. It, it's not an easy Right. answer uh yes or no answer but like I, I just feel as though that we could like we should be open and honest to like even ask the questions that are sometimes the tough questions to ask. right so I, i'm gonna jump off my soapbox i've said it i've said too much right. no i think, I think, I think you're saying just enough because at the end of the day, let's all understand why this is happening. Because we just talked about like how the mirror moments were so intense last week and how they are going to keep one-upping each other with these like sad stories. Do you want the Emmy or not? 
So let's let's just take it there so we can have something to talk about. And we're doing just that. And 134 people are are having this conversation with us right now. So we're we're all feeding into it and we're all helping tell that story. So maybe that people can go back and watch this and understand it before we get to saying, because I can guarantee you that the people who are mad are not even in that same religion, don't know shit about right. it. They're just going off of something that they feel is offensive. And I feel like we should just all just take a step back. We're all just in the house anyway. Like, what are we going to do now? Right. I just also want to point out um, the, the same that I said about Crystal Method being kind of like a, a filler. I felt the same for Jackie, but I like Jackie a lot more now or have more respect for her now than I've had this whole season. I, I hope she gets to the top four. I really, really hope she, I think she's a, a great drag queen. I think she's amazing. I think I, I think one of the things I appreciated about her this, you know, especially in this episode is her honesty. I mean, part part of what Drag Race does it, it, is it it allows you a space to have these discussions, but also like she was very open and honest about, you know, I'm here on a green card. Um, it, this has been very hard for me, you know, and a lot of this is um, uh, like she was saying, uh, you know, when the Muslim ban happened, it made me feel terrible. Like I wasn't welcome in this country, you know? And um, and it's important to have those discussions to say, you know, you know, and not not just to like get something off your chest, but also to hear that other people are like, no, we want you here. You know, like this, this hatred is not representative of all of us. Like every country has like shitty people in it. And this country somehow like the shittiest person was elected president and here we are. Right. So. I mean, it's happening um, in our country still. Like there's still lots of homophobia, there's transphobia, there's racism in our country. So why are we forgetting about that in our own country still in this day? But there's I have to of, say there's that. There's lots of misogyny. So, you know, so yeah. like, yeah, I'm just trying not to say too much. <laughs> well, I want to no. say something before we move on. But there's all I'm gonna there's like microaggressions in our own country. So why are we forgetting about that too? But also like, all I have to say about the situation because I know we're short on time is that like Jackie, I love Jackie so much. I appreciate her for being that queer the queer icon and figure for the people in the Middle East. Those queer individuals who are stuck there, the individuals, the Muslims, the Middle Easterns who are here in our country. She's representing them and she's being able to tell her story, her family story, and hopefully one day their stories. They, they can open up and be free wherever they live. So yeah, that's all I gotta say. And I wanna, I wanna say something else, adding on to you, Ali. We have to learn how to embrace all the factors of what we have within a community ourselves. Yes, thank before you. Before we can expect Jeff Goldblum or Joe McHale or Rachel Bloom to come into these spaces and places that we also share and be able to ask these questions without everybody getting offended. How we would have defended our sisters and our brothers before we wouldn't have had this conversation or we wouldn't feel this type of way. So we got to learn how to embrace uh, embrace all of that now because there's also racism and transphobia and homophobia within the community itself. So let's fix us before we can try to fix anybody else and cancel right. them. Because that's what's, that's what's going to be our downfall as a community. And like I say this community with, right. you know, with, with full spirit. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. Yeah. I'm going to jump in because Jayla oh, yeah? brought yeah, up a great in. point. Come on, double that. Because double 
I, I'm a man of a certain age, and it's not just racism, it's about age. We we tend to discriminate from, like, if you're not carrying over 200 pounds, you can't come into, you shouldn't be at this club, or, you know, I, I, I totally agree. We need to fix within before we, we, we try to, like, make everyone else accept us for who we are. So, thank you, Jayla, for saying that. I, I'm 100% on yeah, that's amazing. Well, I'm just here to say that I accept you. Point it out. <laughs> I accept Thank you. you wholeheartedly. And I, you know, I, without I, you, there would be no me. Oh, I'm, I'm waiting for Mark to say those same words. Mark? <laughs> you won't be getting it. You won't be getting it. <laughs> Mark, do you have Mark, any... Who's Mark? <laughs> Mark, do you have any last thoughts on the episode? Um, No. Can I can I just defend Gigi just for one quick second? Yeah, no, moving on. <laughs> okay, fine. We'll, we can move on. No, you can defend Gigi. We no, haven't no, been no. defending just, her on like, the episode, so you know. It, I defend mean, Gigi so. on what? I I just I find I I I think there's some real talent there, and I and I get I get I get your frustration with Gigi. But like I, I feel like she is a star, and I feel as though. Have you ever seen her she, perform? I have not. No. Come I back have. To me she's later. really good. Okay. Okay. I, I will. Have. I will. I've seen. But I will say. I will say. She she blurs the line between cocky and confident, and I kind of like that. She's got that uh, violet tchotchke in her that I I'm like oh okay yeah. I mean, she did win the, she, she won three of the biggest challenges on Drag Race, so you have to give her some credit. But I, okay. And I'm, I'm a fan of Gigi, like, I'm definitely a fan of Gigi, but I definitely have my favorites, like Crystal and Heidi and Jackie, yeah. but you want to see, I mean, you want to see everyone do good, like, that's my thing with the show, you, you want to see everyone, yes! I'm not I a hateful person, <laughs> I love everyone. I, well, I just feel like I am so sick of them setting up these girls to go home. Why did you give Widow and uh, who was it, Jackie, Katy Perry? You know that the, the <laughs> why you give the big black girl, you had her get do Shaka Khan last week and then give her Katy Perry this week just to send her home. I told y'all this was gonna happen. <laughs> it happens every episode. Every episode. <laughs> and it's just like, well, we know who we're going to send home. So let's just go ahead and get, and yes, Jackie's firework was phenomenal. And I was moved to tears too, because of what the message was for her. But Widow, they didn't give her no camera time. They had her running around, tearing stuff off, looking sweaty and jumping around. And they had Jackie's best moments. And I felt like, girl, they gonna set you up again. But at the end of the day, I, I felt Widow and she's like, take me to go get some greasy ass food. I don't want to know healthiness. I felt that. So that's literally me in quarantine. But in all, oh, in all uh, fairness. You guys, I'm so sorry. We have to we have to wrap up because oh, gotta... the are asking us to wrap. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, I thought of you, Jayla, when, when they did that lip sync because I was like, oh man, they set her <laughs> up. They set her up. And I told y'all you've been sleeping on Jada. And so that's all I'm going to say yes. about that. Mark, what is the quote of the week? And then I'll announce the fan of the week. And then that's it. Uh, quote of the week is going to the amazing and brilliant and my friend, Raven, um, when she said, you're trying to become America's next drag superstar. Now, I don't know what that's like. <laughs> <laughs>
was good. See, that's Same the story all the time, too. Now, you know, you want to be Although I don't know what that's like. So it was, it made me laugh. I, I laugh every time I see it. Uh, fans of the week, Tiffany Wright wrote us a really nice comment on iTunes, uh, a disco queen and, uh, let it be written. You guys are the fans of the week. Thanks for your comments. Um, you guys should check out their comments. And if you comment, you could be fan of the week. Stay tuned after this because we're going to be breaking down secret celebrity drag race. Uh, you can find me on all platforms at one, two, three, Jackie B. Mark, where can the people find you? You can find me at the bathhouse now. <laughs> oh, well, I, ain't nobody gonna be there, girl. I know, right? Social distancing. Uh, the game will distancing. be there. There will be some. You'll go blind there. like that. You'll go blind. <laughs> I live. I live dangerously. Uh, the Mark J. Freeman on Instagram and Twitter, or if you want to follow, follow my lavish drag life, which is like two posts a month. Lorraine Love, L O R A Y N E L O V D. Oh my God. And yes, you can watch me flex it on the gram. Follow me at Who is Jayla Rocks? That's two X's three if you nasty. I'm Ollie, Ollie where can people find you? You can find me doing nothing in quarantine at Ollie Dreamer on Twitter and Instagram. And then Kenny? Uh, I'll be at the bathhouse with Mark. No. Uh, <laughs> let's do it, Kenny. Me. Let's go. <laughs> You can find me at Kenny C. Harrison or Kenny Cherison uh, on Instagram. And that's thank it. you guys so much for tuning in. Thanks, Kenny, for joining us. Uh, we'll oh, thank see you, you guys for having me. In our next panel. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.